God is well, good day, everybody. Patrick Tim Carskatton here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our daily podcast. So glad you joined us today. Today in history is a sad day for the Jewish people in Germany. It's called the Night of the Broken Glass or Kristallnacht, a major attack on the Jewish community in Germany and how it's relevant to today. All right, let's talk about this in honor of the Lord on this day. There will be no peace in thou nights until the Lord makes Jerusalem a praise. He has sworn it by his strength. streets tonight something's already burned you I love the part of that song that said there'll be no peace in the earth until Jerusalem becomes the praise in all the earth and that that's prophetic we're not going to see peace until that happens and I know that may be the millennial reign for most to understand that but we are not going to quit persevering until we see that well welcome it's Thursday it is the 9th of November 2023 and it is a day in history that will live in infamy for the Jewish people especially in Germany as uh, it's called the night of the broken glass or Kristallnacht is the the term used and this is when the Nazis went all around Germany and began to burn uh, synagogues and begin to break glass uh, of businesses, Jewish businesses all around Germany. It was the beginning of the start of the final solution of the Holocaust. And so I don't want to let this day go by without remembering it, learning from it, and to say that we're not far from it happening again. As you see in the anti-Semitism and the anti-Jewish attacks uh, increase across the earth. So this is a very important one today. Let, let me play a little clip that tells the story of it rather than me trying to explain what happened that night. But listen to this, and then we'll talk about it on the other side and how we need to stand in this hour. What? Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass, was the wave of violent anti-Jewish pogroms on November 9th and 10th of 1938. It took place throughout Germany, annexed Austria, and in areas of Czechoslovakia recently occupied by German troops. Kristallnacht owes its name to the shards of shattered glass from the windows of synagogues, homes, and Jewish-owned businesses that lined German streets in the wake of the pogrom. On November 7, 1938, Ernst von Rath, a German embassy official stationed in Paris, was assassinated by Herschel Grimspan, a 17-year-old Polish Jew living illegally in Paris. Grimspan revengefully shot the diplomat after witnessing the expulsion of not only his parents, but thousands of Jews of Polish citizenship living in the German Reich. 
Von Rath died on November 9, 1938. The same day, at a meeting of Nazi party leadership, Propaganda Minister Joseph Goebbels, the chief instigator of the Kristallnacht pogroms, suggested that world Jewry had conspired to commit the assassination and ordered that any demonstration while not organized by the Nazi party shall not be hampered. Newspapers reported otherwise. After Goebbels' speech, violence erupted in various parts of the Reich. Paramilitary, or SA, and Hitler Youth units throughout Germany and its annexed territories destroyed Jewish-owned homes and businesses. Jewish artifacts were confiscated, and many young, healthy Jewish men were arrested and filled local jails. The rioters destroyed 267 synagogues throughout Germany, Austria, and the Sudetenland. Many synagogues burned throughout the night in full view of public and of local firefighters who had received orders to intervene only to prevent flames from spreading to nearby buildings. SA and Hitler Youth members shattered shop windows of an estimated 7,500 Jewish-owned commercial establishments and looted their wares. Jewish cemeteries became a particular object of desecration in many regions. Mobs of SA men roamed the streets, attacking Jews in their houses and forcing Jews they encountered to perform acts of public humiliation. Kristallnacht claimed the lives of at least 91 Jews. As the pogrom spread, units of the SS and Gestapo, the secret state police, arrested up to 30,000 Jewish males and transferred most of them from local prisons to Dachau and Buchenwald, as well as other concentration camps. In the immediate aftermath of the pogrom, measures were introduced to eliminate Jews and perceived Jewish influence from the German economic sphere. The German government announced that the Jews were to blame for the pogrom imposing a fine of 400 million U.S. dollars on the German Jewish community. German education officials expelled Jewish children still attending German schools. The German government announced laws that enforced Aryanization policy, the transfer of Jewish-owned enterprises and property to the Aryan ownership. The events of Kristallnacht represented one of the most important turning points in Nazi anti-Semitic policy. The Nazi regime moved eventually towards policies of forced immigration and finally toward the realization of a Germany free of Jews by deportation of the Jewish population to the East. It is important to understand and remember these events. It is also important to honor those that lived and died during this destructive part of history. It's probably most critical that we teach the lessons so that it may never happen again. And we're going full circle now. You're starting to see the rhetoric grow. Wasn't that a sad story that led in since the beginning to the end of World War II, but the Holocaust and the six million Jews, five million others who were annihilated in the concentration camps. We have a U.S. congresswoman from Michigan, Talib. Palestinian who is 
decreeing all across our nation from the river to the sea set Palestine free, which is a, a annihilation statement. Let's annihilate the Jews from the Jordan River, right, all the way to the sea, the Mediterranean Sea. That, that wipes out all Jewish people. And so you're seeing this rhetoric, and it's going unchecked. I mean, it's literally going uh, to places where you can get away with it. If, if we were to say something similar, uh, as a conservative Christian, we would be arrested for hate crimes. And yet now it's, it's being tolerated all across the country, all across the world now, masses. As we've been talking about the sheep and goat, nations are being marked. Listen, folks. This is very serious, what's happening in the earth. And this is part of God's, you know, I want to say plan, but he has a purpose behind everything, allowing certain things to happen. And this one, I believe, partly is to cause the Jews to return to Israel and to make Aliyah, because this is what the prophecy said, that they will return, Isaiah 11, 11, which they will return from all the lands of the sea and islands beyond. And um, we know that this is the hour in which we're in. It's just sad. Our portion is to protect. I'll tell you a little story. Many years ago, quite a few years ago, there's a Jewish temple in our community. It's a reformed. They allow female rabbis. And anyway, I just felt led of the Lord uh, to bless them and to honor them and to uh, commemorate this day, Kristallnacht. And so we scheduled a meeting at our congregation, invited the temple, the Jewish community to come. And they did. And I asked the rabbi to teach what happened on Kristallnacht and just share the story. And uh, we then purchased a a Waterford crystal bowl that we were going to give them in honor. Since the glass was broken, we wanted to put it back together in a sense and honor the temple and give them this very large, very expensive, didn't matter how much it was, we just wanted to bless them and uh, leave an offering with them and bless them and say, look, they tore it down, but we want to rebuild. That's basically it. So the rabbi taught, and it was amazing teaching, but she also, she's a musician, and she had a guitar, and she sang a song um, about uh, the butterfly, it's called, and the song was about how the Jewish people are like a butterfly. You know, they went into a cocoon uh, during the Holocaust, but they came out like a butterfly and birth new life out of out of a tragedy which is really what happened and what was very unusual though was that when we purchased the waterford crystal bowl for the temple they gave us a little gift to go with it and i was just going to give it to the rabbi and it, it was a little keychain a glass keychain uh in the shape of a butterfly and I didn't know that she was going to sing that song. And so when she had finished teaching and singing, I, I presented her the gift and the temple, the gift, and they received it on behalf of the temple. But then she opened the little package of the butterfly keychain, the crystal. And I mean, obviously she was undone. Like, how did you know? And I didn't know God did. You know, these are not, uh, coincidences, these are God's kisses upon the Jewish community and saying there is a people that will stand with you and fight with you 
in the midst of persecution, in the midst of difficulties, and that, yes, you can be a butterfly and start a new life, and obviously our hope is that they would find the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, our Messiah, the Jewish Messiah. And it was a journey for us and connected us with the community and still has, and we still are connected with the Jewish community. And these are just acts I think we can do just to show our love. Greater love hath no man that he laid down his life for his friends. And I believe we're coming to that day. I have no doubt the day is coming that there will be Christians who will be martyrs and, uh, for standing with the Jewish people. And it's becoming more and more apparent that way. The replacement theology are coming out of the woodwork and beginning to attack ministries like ours that stand with Israel. But always remember, you know, when we stand with Israel, we're standing with the covenant God made with Abraham. It is not about this political government. We must separate that. I know y'all are getting tired of me saying that, but you need to make sure that's part of your narrative because the world is judging us that you're behind Bibi Netanyahu, you're behind this terrorist military of Israel. You know, they're, they're saying all these things. And we realize we are praying for the government, we're praying for the military, but the fact is we're behind what God said about the land and what he promised them. And he says to, he says to us in Joel chapter 3 that he will come against all nations that divide the land. So in this season right now, the battle for the land is started many centuries ago, but this day... Kristallnacht was another attack on the land in the sense that we got to annihilate these Jewish people so that they cannot possess the covenant land, the promise. Because you remember in 1938, they were not a nation. And the last thing the Antichrist spirit wanted was them to go back to the land. This is a boomerang thing that happened with the Holocaust is the very thing that they didn't want. They want to annihilate them so that they wouldn't take the covenant promise. I'm talking about the Antichrist spirit. It didn't work. They did go back to Israel, and they did establish a nation in 1948, and now we are contending against it. And there are many crystal knocks that are probably being planned right now. In Berlin, I saw an article where they're marking Jewish homes with the Star of David. You're starting to see uh, graffiti everywhere. Uh, you just saw a man in in Los Angeles with a, with an Israeli flag that was attacked by a protester, a Palestinian protester, who was for Palestine, I should say, and killed him. Uh, you saw a football game. A guy had a flag with the American and Israeli flags together. He was removed from the football game, Philadelphia Eagles, a very wealthy Democratic donor. You understand it's growing. Uh, we're seeing um, in our Congress and other places that this thing is growing. So let's remember this day to make sure that we can do everything we can to not forget about it. Crystal Knock, November 9, 1938. Today, here we are, November 9, 2023, and we're standing strong. And may we all stand strong in this very truth we have through what our Lord. In the name of Yeshua, God I pray. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Come back tomorrow. It's Supernatural Friday Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Shreveport here in Louisiana. 
We'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments or you'd like to uh, ask for prayer or anything, you can go to our app for sure. We take prayer requests there. We pray for you. Don't forget, you can always write us an email, info at christiancentershreport.com. That's our website. And you can give there. You can find all that we're doing there. Our app is a more applicable place to go because we put more information on that as well as much media content as we can put up so that you'll have resources to navigate through this season. Thank you, each and every one of you, for sowing and praying and standing with us. And may God bless you and may his strength be upon you in the days ahead. Shalom, shalom. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys.